Welcome to Verdant North, where our minisodes are as long as our regular episodes, but don't have that magical cocktail element. Aww. Caroline has info on Japanese beetles, and Dan has some tantalizing tree talk. All this and more on Verdant North. What's up, Caroline? Hello, Randy. We're back. We're back. And it's July. And Dan's here, too. Yeah, but I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dan's here. Just kidding. Don't tell him. Hey, team. Where am I? <laughs> am I here? Is anyone really here? Oh, good question. Are we getting really meta and existential? I know, the, I know my garden is there, but as for anything else, can't be sure. Well, hey, maybe now's a good time for a garden check-in. Ooh. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. That's the theme music <laughs> for garden check-in. I like it. It's good theme music. <laughs> Randy, feel free to put better music in there. Oh, I'll try to find some. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't know what's what's better than that. Well, let's 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 talk about our gardens. Yeah, Dan, yeah. what's going on in your garden right now? All what right. are you eating? All right, uh, stuff from the store is pretty much what I'm eating. So we have um, downsized our garden from years past. Uh, we had a community garden plot for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And that got, just got to be a little bit too much uh, work for us. We're a lot busier this this time around. So we're like, okay, we know ahead of time, like, we're just not going to do yeah, in that well, community garden. Yeah, well, you've been garden. globetrotting. So. Yeah, I've been globetrotting a little bit. Trotting the globe. <laughs> it like you do. Trotting the old globe. Um, he's got the globe trots. All, all he's doing is running his fingers like little walkies on a yeah. globe. And he's just I, like. For hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, so we, we still wanted to have some plants, so we've got a handful of flowers. We've got some sweet potato vines and some marigolds and some uh, Dusty oh, Miller and a handful of annuals um, around our deck. And then we've got some kale and some tomatoes and some herbs. Herbs. Uh, growing out of pots. Nice. So, yeah, the tomato pots are big. Um, Eight-gallon pots. Something like that. Nice. They're big ones. They're really big ones. Um, and they still dry out. Still, yep. yeah. Yeah, a couple of days in the sun, and they are dry. Yeah, it's really it's crazy. It's really hard to keep tomatoes in containers watered. They, they are thirsty little bastards. <laughs> so thirsty. <laughs> They've given me these looks. I know they thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> thirsty tomatoes. But no, we haven't eaten... We literally haven't eaten anything from the garden. We have, uh, you gave me some mint I did. earlier. Mm-hmm. The mint is going wild. Nice. It is doing quite well. Um, along with something weird that I, so I, I was looking to get some Vietnamese coriander. Yeah. And I bought some from the farmer's market, but it does not look like Vietnamese coriander that I am used to. And it's pokey. And what? I, and I don't want to try it but that stuff is that stuff's also going wild <laughs> they just gave you a weed yeah probably <laughs> a pokey weed it's a pokey weed that i've never seen before well maybe what you can it do it looks like it's like sharp take some pictures and yeah. ho- and hop on online and go to a plant identification group yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe or i'll just like get rid of it and then i don't have to confront the mystery you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we all hate learning but- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who wants to learn anything what if it's the most delicious thing and you're about to throw it in that garbage yeah it could be so that's i mean that's why i got it it's a super interesting um plant the one that we've had before called vietnamese coriander mm-hmm. it's like a cross between cilantro and mint Oh. And so we'll put it in like soups and stuff like that. Mm. 
Mm. Um, anyway. Because other kinda... things that are pokey go in soups, like stinging nettle. True. True. Yeah. I've never I've never eaten it before. Uh, I've never had it. I've never eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear right. people talk about it, and I'm like, yeah, but harvesting it, I'm going to be real burny and itchy. I don't want to yes, deal with it. It's scary. it's scary. I don't really care if it tastes good. I just don't, don't want to touch you it. You can eat dandelions, too, and I think they taste like <laughs> so I'm not going to do <laughs> Just because you can eat it. Doesn't mean mean you should or you have to. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is it? Pansies. You can eat pansies. I do eat pansies. Dan, are you about to talk pansies? No, I see. Here's the thing (laughs) that I think they're so pretty as flowers. Why would you eat them? It's weird. And nothing makes me feel more like an ogre than eating a beautiful flower. Well, (laughs) well, first off. Sometimes I like to feel powerful. <laughs> yeah, and you I am the larger creature. Chomping on flowers. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a dead head, and you're just kind of early deadheading, and it'll yeah. create more flowers. Like they, I've got some new uh, perennial pansies out front that are just killer. They're so good. They're popping all summer, and they're super blue, oh. and they're super pink. Or uh, they're not pink. They're purple. Blue and pink make purple. <laughs> Man, you guys, it's the end of the day. Whoosh. Whoosh. Dan, we'll save that for (laughs) Colorful North, the podcast where I teach Dan how to mix colors. (laughs) All right. But, yeah. Well, what's going on in your garden? Oh, my gosh. Tons, Tons of business going on in my garden. So we installed three new raised beds, and I had three old raised beds. That's a lot of dirt. Um, I kind of recycled dirt out of a couple of beds that I was decommissioning. So, um, I still have a horrible mess as far as blueberries and asparagus go. I still- You're growing blueberries? Not well. (laughs) (laughs) I've had like five berries off of it. And I realize now- That while they will survive where they are placed, they just don't get enough sun, and Uh, I need to make sure they have more acidic soil. Yeah. And they are in this bed that's right next to my asparagus. I did get some decent asparagus early in the year. I've heard, so don't asparagus have to, like, they take a couple years? Yeah. To, like, really come in? Yeah, I planted, I planted all of this crap, like... Three, three or four years ago. 25 years ago. <laughs> I was trying to be like you when you do the old man voice. Yeah, I don't know why I do the old man voice. I don't know, but I now, should go to now it's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have- no, don't no, take me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's still a big mess, and my hops are a big mess because my husband doesn't care about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in while he had a lot of... Uh, Garden ambition. Well, I was trying to get my husband into gardening, and he was gung-ho for brewing beer, and (laughs) we did harvest a couple of years, and it's a lot of labor. It's a pain pain in the ass. It is a pain. It's a lot of work. It's a commitment, and we're just, we're busier now. I don't know. So, but the bees really love them, so I don't care. We've just got these big viney guys that go crazy, and they smell good, and the bees love them, so... Not a problem. Um, I've got a bed full of like eight different kinds of lettuces. And you can definitely tell which of the lettuces came from old seeds. 
Like, oh, really? It's just so much more sparse. Like, I never. Do the lattices look older? <laughs> <laughs> I never had to weed, or I never had to thin that area. It was just pulling weeds out in between things. Okay. Um, but I did, I did uh, get to use my new hoe, which is. <laughs> I got a great hoe and I made sure that my rows were like eight inches apart so I can just scrape down all the aisles oh, and I'm that's done. Clever. That's super cool. I don't have to identify every stupid weed. I know yeah. that the only things I want are planted in a line and then you just hoe down each row. <laughs> hoe it down. Just hoe it down. Unashamed. Um, in one of the beds that was sunk into the ground now because I stole all of the dirt out of it and I took the wood off from around the side. So it's not a raised uh-huh. bed. It was just a big... Just a mound. Just a hole in the... <laughs> just a hole in the sod. Um, <laughs> I ended up turning that into a bed full of gladiolas oh, that cool. I needed to find a home for. And uh, my dahlias. So that way I didn't have to do like a four by eight patch of trying to save my soil or not my soil, my, my lawn. Cause uh. it's hard to start lawn from seed, especially at the wrong times of the year. Yeah. You really want to do that in cooler temperatures. For and sure. For sure. So I was like, why fight it? I'm just going to put things that I'm not going to eat in here. So, and I planted my gladiolas. Like I plant my lettuce. I planted them all in these regimented rows and it looks cool. Like it looks impressive. It looks nice. like it looks like I know so much. <laughs> in the three new beds, my zucchinis are still pretty small because I got them in the ground so late. Uh, but I'm getting a couple of blossoms, and I see no evidence of squash vine borer yet, which usually ruins my life. But I'm trying really hard to, with the mantra: less is more. Yeah. Only putting one tomato in like a two by two foot square. Yep. Only putting one zucchini in a two by two foot square, because I always want to put like way more than all that. of the colors. Yeah. I want. I want Especially a rainbow. When they're so small. Yeah. You know, when you're starting out, yeah. the tomato plant looks so dinky. Yeah. You're like I can have one of these per foot. Well, and it's the, like holy the shit. The issue that's then, yeah. Way, way too many. Yeah. And you're just like, I feel so bad pulling this one out. Or I, I, oh, yeah. 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 If you started from seed. Anyways, yeah, I thinned it all out. I'm trying really hard to stick to giving everything space so that it has good air circulation. Mm -hmm. And I can see if there's any insect damage and I can see if there's any bacterial or fungal stuff going on. And I trimmed uh, this the kind of the skirt area of my tomatoes so I don't have any leaves touching the soil. Oh, nice. Trying really hard to have good tomato hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, I planted celery this year for the first time from oh, from like little starts that I got at the greenhouse. Okay. And they look awesome. So I... Celery. I don't even eat that much celery. I'm going to have to make <laughs> so much soup. You can make some cocktails. Celery cocktails. Oh, celery, yeah. I'm going to make Nikki. You can make Bloody Marys, of course, with Nikki, the garnish. Nikki, but. are you listening? Of course she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I will make her use some celery and cocktails. That's a great idea. That's a brilliant idea. Um, my Swiss chard, rainbow Swiss chard looks good. My beets look pretty good. Um, and I'm starting to get some snow peas. Ooh, I love snow peas. Yeah. Oh, my basil. That's like the best like little garden snack. My basil bushes are huge because I grow them like lettuce in a, <laughs> a row with like a whole pack of seeds. And then I have more basil than 
I need. Basil also makes a good cocktail. Are you growing basil in a tiny pot in your kitchen or on your patio? <laughs> well, you're doing it wrong. You should... <laughs> I swear to you, you will have so much more luck if you can use the ground and just plant a ton of it. Because, like, picking one leaf at a time is for chumps. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 True. True. Or a big pot. Or a big pot. At least put it in a big pot. A real big boy. A little tiny pot. I I I feel like the ones that they sell you at the store, Mm -hmm. it's like, just throw that thing in the garbage. (laughs) The and little plant this, take the seeds, throw Grow the pot away. Grow this cute cilantro yeah. from the hardware store that comes in a flower pot, and I it's s- and then you're gonna be like, oh man, I suck at plants. Remember when I killed that cilantro? First of all, not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it. They're selling you stuff that has not been kept in good temperatures yeah. for seeds, and Probably you don't know how old for, the seeds yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not an ideal situation, but it is it sure is cute. So yeah. it's the thought that counts. Makes a good gift. Yeah, I doesn't got, matter how it turns out. I got so many raspberries this year. I got I got red ones for the first time. Those I put in two years ago, maybe three years ago. I can't remember anymore. I'm, I'm losing my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And then I also got yellow raspberries, which are awesome. And black raspberries. So I've been freezing them and I have been separating the colors just so that if we want to make interesting individual flavors of berries, we can do that. Okay. I swear that these yellow raspberries taste... Don't crack your knuckles. We're podcasting. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Sounds. Sir. Okay. Sir. <laughs> oh, excuse me. He's just going to fart now. He can't even help it. All the noises. <laughs> okay, so um, the yellow raspberries, Yeah, I think they have a little bit of like a peachy flavor to them. Oh, I cool. swear. But they do fall apart. Like they don't stay as a cluster like your traditional okay. red raspberry. Yep. They kind of fall apart after you pick them. Yeah, okay. a little bit. So I just pick them super gentle and my husband just... Is oh it's squish oh well I'm gonna eat it and then he licks his hands I'm like you were just playing with the dog ball okay After he eats the pansies she he plays fetch with our puppy uh, yeah she's not very good at letting go of the ball but you know she she gets to run around so it's good but that's like all the foodie stuff going on in my yard it's been good Randy how's your garden doing well this is a continuation of our last podcast we released um (laughs) uh, yeah uh, everything's been mostly really good uh the i will say the one thing that really kind of failed and you kind of warned about it just because it was a weird timing with our cold large spring and then a hot summer immediately hitting right afterwards is like we got it in early june by the time july rolled around it got our 90 degree days so that spinach went bye-bye it got got gross once it got mature like right then we we didn't have much leeway to do anything with that but uh we have already pulled off a good handful of cucumber from our cucumber plant and that's been super delicious um i get it between that 8 to 12 inches area so it's it's still really tasty and it's not seedy yeah good call um, tomato cucumbers. Tomato plants have been real good. Uh, has its own big pot. Water it at least twice a day. So so far, no like real rot. Well, and it I'm seems to have so space. impressed. He's yeah. doing great. Do it. Well, I have to we'll keep the dog outside for a while, so we usually hang out. And I water the plants, and Ginger runs around going. Roo, roo, roo. 
Oh, she's the sweetest big girl. She is a baby. Uh, and our kale plants have been going really well. We have four of them. We've, we've been culling those pretty regularly. So, you know, we've already, like I said, I think dozen or so salads out of that whole mix. Nice. Um, uh, and like uh, the melon plant still surviving. So, you know, you said about fall when those start really forming or early, well, late summer. Well, know? we should. Have you seen any what flowers? Yet? I, I have actually had a lot of flowers and I've pulled off a number of them when I can and thinking about it. But okay. it's just kind of hanging out there right okay. now, flowering once in a while. Well, so if, if I want to see what I would like you to do is if you start to see behind a flower start to swell and kind of look like a mini fruit behind the flower. Yeah. Um, then we know that that's a female flower. I'm okay. I'm going off of an assumption right here. So mm-hmm. I might get slammed by the Internet <laughs> for being wrong. But like zucchinis have male and female flowers. And so I wonder if melons have male and female flowers because they're cucurbitids too. Yeah, because uh, I haven't really seen a much fruit growing behind them yet or mm-hmm. anything bulbous behind them. So I have I could not tell you. Okay, at the well moment. we're looking we're looking um, to see if any fruit develops, and then if you have like one or maybe two, mm-hmm. after that pull everything all the other gotcha. fruits off. Okay, because we want your your plant to focus on, on just two. like one one. I, yeah, I remember you warning me about that, but so far I haven't seen anything that really re- resembles fruit starting yeah. to grow behind the flower. So, eh, you know, it's still there. Um, cool. But uh, I know we also looked in my old seasoning pot that we planted the chocolate oh, minton, yeah. and uh, the dill survived as well. So we have a bunch of fresh dill, a bunch of fresh chives, a bunch of fresh basil still. Excellent. So I've uh, that cucumber cucumbers I've used cucumber salad's been really great with fresh dill and fresh. Uh, chives, awesome combo, um, and the moss roses have been going like crazy. We have a ton of bees in our moss roses that Yay. are black with a little orange speckle. I don't know. I have a picture of it if you want to see it. I do want to see. Nice. It's right behind you. Just imagine. Neat. That. Yeah. It is not our rusty patch bumblebee. I didn't think so, but it is. It kind of. I think it's it, like a carpenter bee or something. Yeah, like that. it's shaped more like a classic honeybee, but I mean, I'm not an entomologist. So. No, but we have a ton of those guys. They're pretty nice. They awesome. just hang out in our roses and like dig in. So that's yeah. been nice. Entomologist. Oh, yeah. Just, well, if they're hanging out, then hopefully they'll also be pollinating your melons. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but we need your melons. To start making some female flowers. <laughs> Why is there so much like garden innuendo that exists? Because gardening is sexy as f- <laughs> And it's ripe with perverts. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> Emphasis on ripe. <laughs> All those ripe melons. Oh, uh, and that's my that's my little patio garden that you I helped me grow. Yeah, it worked out really well. All the floral plants that we have are all booming. So, I mean, I can't remember any of the names of half of them right now. Yay. It's not a But, yeah, so far so good. Nice. Yeah, I, I remember you had some snapdragons. Did those snap yeah. for you? Yes. Okay, what about you had some, they kind of look feathery on top. I think they're called celosia. Yeah. Like the Celosia plumosa or whatever? Yeah. 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 Um, But they were like, they kind of have this like fluffy feathery looking top that would have been oranges and reds. Any luck? I think that might have. Yeah, that's it. That's going good too. Um, Do, 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 do. do, do, do. Um, The only other one that I can remember was your Gomphorina, which is a short Gomphora, little pink 
um, marble flowers. Yep, those are going really good too. Dang. And they're like <laughs> looked like a little more violet than pink, but yeah. Ooh, very cool. Yep. Perhaps magenta? Is that more violet than Yeah, pink? maybe. I don't, mm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, that hey, we're having success. This is the time of year when your yard looks like a crazy jungle. Yeah. And you can kind of see how much you're going to win and how much you're going to lose. Yeah. But my next door neighbor has her very first four by eight raised bed and she's got like two a tomatoes. Four by eight bed. I, all of my beds one. are four by eight. Really? Yeah. You don't find it like. No. Too wide. It's four feet wide. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I don't know. That's like an intimidating size to me. Okay. Do you know why four by eight is kind of the choice? At four feet, you only have to reach in to the center two feet. So it's yeah. an ergonomic length. Yeah. So you don't but have But I'm lazy. So I try to reach the whole thing from one side. <laughs> so I need like a two foot garden bed. <laughs> We're just going to get you one of those old man grabbers. That's like, yeah, you know, you or like on E.T. It's like a little shark biter thing. And you'll just be pulling beans with your little shark biter guy. I think that's what I need. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. <laughs> the answer is nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now I feel bad and I'm committed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough garden chat, eh? Enough garden chat. Actually, no, not enough garden chat. That's what we do here. That's, that's the whole point of our podcast. That's the point of this damn pod. Oh, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> Where do I start? What's, uh, <laughs> what else should we talk about? Well, we can either talk about Beetle Boys yeah. Or we can talk about you had a couple of questions from friends and some ideas about picking trees. Uh, let's I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about trees real quick and then let's hear about the Beatles. eh? Deal. So I had some thoughts. I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that are uh, first time home buyers and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. they from time to time, you know, it seems like every year there's a whole new crop. <laughs> 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 so I wanted to talk about some things to consider when you are looking for a tree. Um, first of all, apart from just like when you're in the garden center, okay, which one looks healthy? Okay. Or wherever you're getting your trees from. Uh, making sure that you get one that looks good, that's worth it. Also making sure that you get one that's somewhat well established. Okay. Uh, they probably cost a little bit more money, but I think it's going to be worth it. In the long run, to make sure that the first couple years of the tree's life were good ones. Okay. Because, let's face it, you know, as soon as you put it in, it's not, not going to have as much fun as when it was in the nursery. True. It's not going to be babied daily. Yeah. Um, so it's worth it to get a little bit bigger of a tree, in my opinion. Um, but then, apart from just that, apart from just like, okay, picking a healthy one, mm-hmm. you should consider the species of tree, um, consider the habit of growth of this tree um is it you know what what uh what shape is it going to look like and so if you're unfamiliar with common tree habits um you should look up a couple of trees so like look up for example like an oak and then compare what that looks like to a ginkgo tree they look totally different that's true right ginkgos are kind of lollipop shaped they are yeah the trunks are just straight up and the branches are straight out 
Right. And an oak is just like twisty and curly and it looks like it might have an evil spirit <laughs> in there somewhere. Make sure you look for the most haunted oak you can yeah. find at the garden yeah. center. <laughs> Um, so another thing to consider is like, uh, another good pairing is like a pine that will, so like imagine a, oh, a Christmas tree for (laughs) No, so what I'm thinking of is like, there's certain pine species that will, (laughs) when they're growing, they shed their lower branches. So it ends up, and it does very much look like a lollipop. Where like the bottom twenty feet will just be bare trunk, mm-hmm. and then the top half will will have like a little tuft at the top. That just might look stupid to you. You might not. <laughs> you might not want that in your yard. Compare well, that with something like a Colorado blue spruce. I know that we all have feelings about blue I have spruce, many but feelings like, about blue but those spruce. things will just like they can fill go out. back to Colorado. Yeah, but they'll fill out and they'll stay like full for the most part. Uh, for quite a while, like the whole length of the tree, as long as it's healthy. Um, Something else like multiple stems. Mm -hmm. So like birch trees are commonly like multi-stem trees. So they have a lot of suckers from the... Um, Not just suckers, but like instead of just a single trunk, you'll get three. And you should expect to have three. And that's normal and healthy. Okay. You know? Um, And so that's going to take up a lot more space. Something like a ginkgo is going to grow straight up. You're not going to have to worry about, oh, is it going to stretch over and start messing up the neighbor's fence? You know, things like that, which leads me to my next next tip is consider the site where you're going to put it. Mm -hmm. So if your tree is going to be um, like, let's say you're going to grow like a giant oak tree or something. Mm -hmm. If you're going to put it uh, 20 feet from your neighbor's house that might look fine when it when the tree's only three years old Mm -hmm. but when it's 20 years old it's not going to be fine (laughs) when it's 40 years old it's definitely not going to be fine (laughs) so you got to think long term even though it's kind of like the tomato problem you know in the spring when you're planting your vegetables Mm -hmm. it feels like they're way too spread out you want to kind of put them closer together but that's the wrong move you got to look into the future I think about, okay, if this tree, you know, like it says that the the spread of this tree's canopy is 80 feet or whatever it is, you know, where, where, where can that actually fit and not like be hanging over my house and yeah. causing impending doom and destruction <laughs> when the next thunderstorm rolls through? Um, another one is the speed of growth. So oak trees, I mentioned a couple of times, they're very slow growing typically. Mm-hmm. Something like a quaking aspen. Wonderful plant. Beautiful tree. <laughs> His favorite. Can you my, tell? One of my favorite trees. Uh, very quick growing, uh, but also quick dying. Oh, yeah. They only live. They only live like 20 years or so. Hmm. They might live a little bit longer than that. But like at 20, like something will be wrong with it and it'll be on its way out. Okay. Um Only the good die young. Uh, Cottonwoods are another one. I think I feel like if you go to if you plant a cottonwood, I'm gonna. Yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) They're sort of like a weed. They're like a weed tree. They grow super fast. They grow super big, and then once the wind picks up, they crack and break. Right. And they up your house <laughs> <laughs> it's the little the little dusty bo- or not it's not dust it's like it looks like snow but it's the fluffies yeah, the fluffy shit that comes out the fluffies that 
are full of seeds clog up your air conditioner. Yeah. So you're. <laughs> oh, I never even thought about that. But yeah, yeah you got to hose your air conditioner in the off or whatever they to get just, all the fuzzies off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another another thing to mention: uh, power lines. Um, oh. So you might not really you might have like this big open front yard and there's a power line that goes through. This is, again, basically like the size thing, you know, like make sure that you actually have enough clearance for the mature tree that you're going to plant. Like if you're planting an elm tree, those grow 100 feet tall. <laughs> it better be nowhere near a power line. You can see weird trees that have been growing under power lines and have gotten yeah. really tall. And then the power line people will just... Cut it into cut weird shapes and not even care. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, rightfully so, you're not supposed to, like... Yeah, you're you don't, you're not <laughs> supposed to, like, gamble the whole neighborhood's power supply. <laughs> with your catalpa. <laughs> your, yeah, <laughs> catalpa. We talked about catalpa trees last time, and I see them everywhere now. They're so awesome. Yeah. I was thinking about catalpa trees <laughs> on my way over here. Man. They're so awesome. You know what's awesome? Catalpa. <laughs> catalpa. <laughs> Uh, another thing to consider, tree litter. Oh, uh, yes. So there's a handful of trees that will just drop stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like horse chestnut. Mm-hmm. It has a cool leaf. It looks like a uh, marijuana leaf. Whoa, and I don't even like know what big, that looks like. Uh, me either. Someone told me that. <laughs> but they're like these palmate. Like, they say it like your dad, too. Oh, look at that marijuana plant. <laughs> a marijuana. <laughs> But they're like these palmate, and they the edge, the like the leaf margin is like very sharply serrated. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, but anyway, they drop these big like ball bearings on this on your lawn on your sidewalk that you're gonna like step on and like roll your ankle. Um, otherwise, there's one tree that I just I hate it when people plant this one, the mm-hmm. honey locust. Or just locust trees in general. My parents love locust trees and I fucking hate it because they just constantly drop shit. They're always <laughs> dropping like the leaves are like these long stems and they have all these little leaflets on them. Mm-hmm. And when you try to rake it up in the fall, you can't. You can't. It just goes through the rake. So you either have to have like a blower or something else. And it How about a shop bugs the vac. crap out of me. Just use a shop vac. Yeah, I guess you could use that. But it's like, why pick a tree that you know is going to be a headache for you? Well, why it makes bother? those pretty orange berries, though, right? Uh, not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I might be mistaken, honestly, so don't quote me on the, that. The uh, showy mountain ash, I think, has the orange berries. Hmm. Might be another one. We have more tree research to do, clearly. Yeah, we do. Y- I'm, you I'm not sure you should do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it's good for your brain. Right, that's Stay my, malleable. That's my tree bit. Yay, tree bits. We're already at half an hour for this episode. So I think what we should do is call it time out. I will save my Japanese beetles for next time. Because uh, I have a lot to say about them. And maybe I can come in and talk with Randy at some point. Just get my spiel out. Do some Beatlemania episodes. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a cute theme. Yeah, let's I really do it. Like I mean, if we've, if we've hit the full time, like, let's just cut it. What if we, Like, whatever other things that we have. Sure. We can just save for the next time. Yeah, let's just save it for the next time. So, psych on the Beatles, <laughs> ladies and gents. Keeping it short. Randy, roll the credits. 
Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find us online at, at verdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at Verdant North and like us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. You can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know if I'll leave that in or not. We'll see. I think you should. You're a uh, monster. <laughs> listen to Verdant North on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Please like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. We are not paying for advertising and we don't have any podcast networks backing us so sharing our show with your friends and family is the only way we get heard and we really appreciate it so if you you know throw a comment up there on or share us we'll we'll give you a shout out you know we always need the help if you would like to contribute to verdant north you can donate to us at ko-fi.com backslash verdant north that's ko-fi.com backslash verdant north thanks cody brown <laughs> Uh, contact Caroline with any questions through at Verdant North on Twitter. Uh, you can chat with Dan Hudson and uh, get into his tree mysteries with uh, at Verdant Dan. He never logs in, but, you know, talk to him. He needs the help. And you can also find me on Twitter at Marlon underscore Rando. Always a special thanks to Brietta Stead and Dewey Vu for their graphic design and artwork. Thanks very much to Corey Hartoon, our webmaster, for making sure we're online. Happy birthday, Corey. Of course. Uh, thank you to Minneapolis band Prozac Rat and their Volcanus Project for letting us use their tunes. Thanks for listening. And always remember. It's okay. To it's kill all right plants. to kill tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Things die, bros. One. Welcome to Verdant Burps. <laughs> 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 <laughs>